Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Zero Dark Nerdy, the world's most notorious pop culture podcast. The filthiest of the filthy. Brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network as as well as betonline.ag for all your sports betting needs. Before we get into one of the first episodes of 2022, this is your boy Brian, a.k.a. El Nino, and today I'm joined with... Ryan Saber, Captain Cleveland, Browns, Cavs, Guardians, C-L-E, till I die. And Jordan. <laughs> the woman of many words, Jordan, my daughter, back in the building, spending her uh, little Christmas break with us. So, again, as I did mention, this will be part one of two for our 2022 movie previews. This, are, this is going to be more of our non-comic book movies. We felt that that episode deserved uh, that that deserved its own episode. So we're going to do the comic book previews on another episode with Jerry and Matthew and the guys. So today, myself, Saba, as well as Jordan, are going to be going over some movies coming out this year that we're looking forward to. A couple question marks out there. Uh, you know, maybe a couple underdog films that might surprise us. Maybe predict some bombs. And, uh, you know, just kind of go from there. A lot of movies coming out this year. And, uh, you know, we're just going to kind of get things started here with uh, Jordan. We'll let the ladies start first here. What are you looking forward to here in 2022? I know we just said we're not going to talk too much about comic book movies, but Mm -hmm. Batman, I have to mention. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if I'm going to be here for that episode, so I'm, yeah, Batman. The Batman. The Batman, Mm -hmm. yes. Um, Scream, I'm excited about, of course. Um, That was filmed in Wilmington, too, which Mm -hmm. is where I go to school. Now, now before we get to Scream and everything else, though, a lot of people may not know this. You're not a huge comic book movie fan. So what? Oh, no. why are you particularly interested in the Batman? Because this one, I mean, I do like, I've mentioned this a bunch of times. I do like Marvel, but like the repetitive action stuff does get a little boring to me. Mm. But this looks really dark and gritty. And the Batman movies already kind of have been, but this looks like a, it's like another level. Um, so I'm just really excited about that aspect. Plus, I personally have always loved Robert Pattinson and Zoe Kravitz. So the idea of them together is really exciting to me. Okay, fair um, enough. Fair enough. Yeah, I'm DC, just really DC excited does to like see to bring it. the darkness. So yeah, and we'll get to that in the next. And episode, I've never but... liked. I've never really liked Batman as a hero. Although mm-hmm. I've liked the movies because I like the villains a lot. I like Bane and Joker, mm-hmm. but. As a hero, I have not really liked him before, and I think that this might change that for me. Okay. So we'll, see. we'll have to have you in after we do, I'm sure, the review of the yeah. Batman coming out later this year. So I apologize. What's going on with the rest of your list? Even though um, football's almost over, betonline.ag remains your number one spot in 2022 with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. It's a new year with a new updated desktop and mobile website. So sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE to get started. That's B-L-E-A-V from basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and the UFC. Right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for 2022. BetOnline.ag is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports. BetOnline, it's where the game starts. 
don't worry, darling. I'm excited about with um, Florence Pugh because I have been on the Florence Pugh train before um, anybody was. Thank you, Midsommar. <laughs> and um, fighting with the family. Um, mm -hmm. And it's a psychological thriller. So, And those are some of my favorite movies. And that's what that's supposed to be. Um, and it's also- Is that the Olivia Wilde movie? Yeah. Yes. Same She's directing it? Writer from Booksmart. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Up again on this. And um, Harry Styles, which is, I don't know, I guess that's interesting too. I. You should have heard your dad, uh, <laughs> you should have heard your dad at Eternals when he came out and your dad was yeah. up there screaming with all the girls. So I I'm sure he'll be that at that yet. one. <laughs> I'm excited for the Pixar movie, Turning Red, about the girl who turns into the gigantic red panda. That look, just looks very fun and cute mm -hmm. and something that I can just enjoy and not have to necessarily like contemplate life or have anxiety over right. <laughs> just looks fun. And Pixar continues to amaze me all the time just because like I just watched soul for the first time the other day. It took me a while. I don't know why. And that was one of the prettiest animations I've ever seen. I just love Pixar. So I'm really excited for that. Yeah. Those are the main ones for me. Okay. All right. Zabo, what are, what are some of yours that you're looking forward to this year? Yeah. Look, I'll say I'm going to start by saying that and I, this isn't like a pat myself on the back or sure. victory lap thing. This is just a reflection of I believe it was in our 2021 movie preview episode. I kind of talked about how we were going to get to a point where there was this collision of all these movies that kept getting delayed right. because of covid. Right. And then just new content, right, coming out at the same time. And it feels like, barring anything crazy happening, that mm -hmm. 2022 is going to be that year. I think, like, the Oscar board committee, whatever, the Academy Award group needs to be on um, high alert for 2023 because if you look at the star power from a cast perspective – Mm -hmm. From a uh, director, writer, editing, uh, all that stuff. I mean, you've got David O. Russell, David Fincher, Scorsese's got a movie coming out this year. I mean, there's multiple movies with Tom Hanks, multiple movies with De Niro. Mm -hmm. So, like, this is even just outside of the comic book movies, because there's like 10 of those coming out. And like you said, we'll do a separate episode on that. So super just pumped about all the DC and Marvel content that's coming this year. There's a lot of really good content. I mean, 824 has got a movie coming out that I haven't even heard of. That's got Joaquin Phoenix in it. Right. Like, and it's got some of the people that have done some of those favorite 824. You guys are more 824 mm -hmm. than I am. I mean, I, to be honest with you, I haven't even watched Uncut Gems because I can't take all the anxiety. But a lot. <laughs> the point, the point I'm trying to make is, is like, you're going to have all these movies that have been delayed over the last 18 months combined with all this stuff that's, that's, that's brand new and being developed over years. So I'm real, so I'm really excited about this year and just what award season is going to look like sure. in the spring of, of 2023. With that being said, uh, first and foremost, Uncharted comes out February 18th, you know, Tom Holland, Mark Wahlberg, we're big Wahlberg fans on the show, obviously. Big, huge Tom Holland fans. Uh, you got Antonio Banderas as the villain in that, which it's always fun. Antonio Banderas is always fun. Always like him. Loved him for years. And, you know, it's based on a video game series. And I think that 
for people who play video games and if, if Jordan, if Jordan Brown was on here, you know, he would kind of talk about it. The Uncharted video game series is one of the best video game series of the last 15, 10, 15 years or so. So there's just a connection because of that. I've loved, you know, playing as Nathan Drake with Sully, you know, Tom Holland plays the Nathan Drake character. Wahlberg plays the Sully character. So it's going to be really great. The one thing I'll say about that is, you know, movie and TV shows based off of video games are usually kind of hit or miss, like more, more miss than hit, (laughs) more miss than hits. But like, obviously, you know, the resident evil, uh, not resident evil. Um, yeah, I mean, Resident Evil stuff has been okay. The Witcher, obviously, the Witcher series that's on Netflix with Henry Cavill's good. So, you know, look, just in general, TV and movies and, and the writing and things like that from a, a ad, from an ad, adaptation standpoint have been improving. So I'm, I'm optimistic that we'll get, at the very least, a fun movie. Uh, I don't know if we're going to have... You know, I don't know if it's going to be award worthy or anything like that, but, you know, it'll be a fun movie. Uh, Top Gun, you know, look, the, the the Top Gun sequel, Maverick, I talked about this in our preview in 2020. Yeah, that's how <laughs> long this one's been delayed. It comes out on in May. Um, you know, it's a big year for Tom Cruise. Mm-hmm. Tom Cruise has the Top Gun sequel coming out. He's got another Mission Impossible movie coming out. Those are always fun. But the one I'm really looking forward to is Top Gun. You know, look, I'm looking more forward to sort of the nostalgia and the visuals of of the dogfighting and things like that. The aerial visuals. Mm -hmm. I don't really have expectations that this is going to be some kind of like cinematic masterpiece with like tremendous acting and all that. I mean, Miles Teller's in it. We all love Miles Teller. Um, You know, so it'll be fun. He plays Goose's son. Obviously, you'll have that whole dynamic. You killed my dad thing. I hate you. You know, and he's still Maverick. He's still, you know, we've seen it in the preview. He's got that sort of defiant attitude. Like, I can't believe you guys welcomed me back. And he's like, Maverick, this is orders. We ordered you ordered you to come back. And he's like, oh, yeah, right. So he's still that sort of same guy. So just looking forward to Top Gun. Jurassic World Dominion, uh, June 10th. Fun summer blockbuster. I'm a big fan of this rebooted franchise. Obviously, the original is a masterpiece classic, and they kind of fell off a little bit with some of the sequels of the original. But this rebooted franchise with with Chris Pratt and um, Chris Pratt and and Bryce Dallas Howard is is great. And I think one of the things that's really good is they're bringing back all the original cast, right? So Sam Neill's going to be in this, uh, playing Doctor Grant. Laura Dern's coming back. Jeff Goldblum's coming back to play um, Ian Malcolm. So. I, I think that'll be really fun to have this new group with the old group. Again, it'll be a summer blockbuster. It'll be fun. I'm not expecting it to be some sort of like character development and, you know, all that. I mean, there'll be some fucking crazy hybrid dinosaur running around that they have to kind of capture and right. the T-Rex will come save the day at some point. You know what I mean? Like it's going to be the same thing that you get, but it'll be fun and it'll be exciting. Probably the the movie that I'm... I wouldn't say these next two are are probably neck and neck for the two that I'm looking forward to the most outside of sort of our standard wheelhouse of the MCU and and DC is and this next one's probably to be honest with you this is probably 
been one of the most anticipated movies of the next of the last 10 years. And that's the Avatar sequel. Avatar 2 comes out in December. It's the first of three sequels. It's been 13 years since the original. As we all know, you know, the original Avatar was groundbreaking. It was innovative. You know, Jim Cameron, I, I call him Jim, like we're buddies. James Cameron, <laughs> you know, developed his own technology for that. Very similar to things that he's done for movies like Abyss and Alien. And he's doing the same thing here. Uh, I think if you think about sort of the innovative film techniques and everything they did from that movie, it, it only makes sense that it took 10, 12, 13 years to be able to do this because he needs to, he's kind of created a situation for himself where he always has to kind of raise the bar. Right. right? So this is being shot in 4k at 48 uh, frames per second. And he's also uh, shooting it in HDR in high dynamic range. So again, it's going to be one of those things where this is the first movie that's ever been shot like this. You know, Tarantino has been known to do things like this, where he sort of shoots his movies in, in weird. Um, what, what do you call it? Um, aspect ratio, whatever mm. Tarantino does it. I think James Cameron's known for doing it, but obviously Tarantino is a filmmaker and James Cameron's an action movie maker. Right. So it's just, it's a little bit different from that perspective, but all the cast is coming back. They're bringing a new element to it. This is going underwater. Um, you know, there's going to be a lot of um, sea you know, underwater scenes over some of these, sequels for avatar like i said this is the first of three i believe they filmed the next this this avatar 2 and avatar 3 at the same time uh just just looking forward to it i love that movie that's a movie i saw and i'm not a big like go back to the movie multiple times to see right. films i mean i do it but i saw this one like four times in the movie theater i just i really enjoyed the original avatar and the the visuals so really pumped about that and then as you know i mean i'm i'm a huge scorsese guy huge DiCaprio is by far I mean it's not even close he's my favorite actor mm -hmm. uh, you have Killers of the Flower Moon that's coming out this year hopefully it is right now there is no date set but uh Scorsese struck a deal with Apple so this will be exclusive to Apple TV um you know it's got Scorsese as the director it's got it's got DiCaprio it's got Robert De Niro as well this is the first time I think Leonardo DiCaprio and Robert De Niro have done anything since what a boy's life. Um, yeah, it's been a long time. You know what I mean? So like tw 25 years. The other thing I really like about this is sort of un unsung. Jesse Plemons is quickly oh. becoming he's becoming a Scorsese guy. Mm -hmm. And he actually I was reading an article as I was preparing for this. They had to go to DiCaprio in like they rewrote this, this, this script a little bit. Jesse Plemons is like the lead in this movie. Oh, wow. He's the lead FBI investigator that for those of you that don't know anything about this movie, it's, it's a, it's a true story based on 1920s Oklahoma, where the FBI had to get involved to investigate a ring of sort of a serial killer. And I think it had to do, there was oil found. There was a bunch of farmers and native American land and the, the very authentic movie. Uh, Scorsese and Leonardo DiCaprio spent a lot of time with the, these uh, native American tribes in Oklahoma to make sure that everything would be authentic and that they were happy with the way that they were going to portray everything. But going back to the original thing I started with, 
you know, Jesse Plemons is becoming a Scorsese guy and he, him and Leo are the co-leads in this film. And De Niro yeah. plays the lead suspect and DiCaprio is De Niro's nephew. So obviously not a lot of, I shouldn't say obviously, there's not a lot of details. Right. I could have dug into it a little bit more because it's based off of a book and, and, and read some information, but I don't want to know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I want to go into it. So that's one. There isn't a date yet. End of the year. That'll be a that'll be a holiday, a 2022 holiday release uh, on Apple TV. But uh, really, looking, re- really looking forward to that. So, yeah, that's my list. Good list. What's more important than peace of mind? Nothing. And that's what NordVPN is here for, to give you peace of mind while you are online. And with all of the threats that you face today on the Internet, it is more important than ever to be sure that you have the best VPN you can get. NordVPN is the world's best VPN service, offering the fastest connectivity, most servers, and next-gen encryption to make sure that everything you do online stays secure. Plus, you can use NordVPN on all of your computers and devices, no matter the operating system. With NordVPN's unlimited bandwidth, you never have to worry about a slow connection either, and plans start at under $4 a month. So grab your exclusive NordVPN deal by going to nordvpn.com slash believe, and that's believe spelled B-L-E-A-V. You'll get up to 70% off your NordVPN plan plus one additional month for free. Um, you know, in terms of my list, there's one that I honestly did not know about until I started making my list, and I'm really, really excited about. I'm not a gigantic fan of Elvis, but I do like a lot of his music and just kind of the aura, the the mystique about it. You know, this was the first really, really mega star of music, period. Um, you know, so we got the Elvis movie coming out June 24th with Austin Butler. Uh, a lot of you may know him. Not a lot of roles yet, but he played Tex in uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood over at the ranch. He'll be playing the role of Elvis, and then Tom Hanks is going to be playing uh, Elvis's famous manager, Colonel Tom Parker. So it's going to show the dynamic between them. But I think the thing that really stands out to me the most, and as much as I love Tom Hanks, I really do, is that Boz Lerman is directing this film. So visually, his films have been fantastic. We're talking about The Great Gatsby, Moulin Rouge. Uh, of course, Romeo and Juliet was my my first introduction to uh, Boz Lerman. So looking forward to that one. That one really stood out. Saba mentioned Uncharted. I'm looking forward to that as well. And, and, and again, on that note, hopefully video game uh, movies and shows, more missed than hit. This one I think should do very well. I, I mean, obviously I think it will do well in the theaters, but as far as, you know, critics or reviews and things like that, if it stays pretty true to the games, I think it's going to do very well and obviously would lead to a massive franchise. It's funny, too, because as we were watching Wall Street, there's, uh, there's a little segment in there where Mark Wahlberg's talking about the movie. Apparently, he's had the rights to this movie for quite some time, and he was like, we've been working on this so long. I was Tom Holland's character back in the day, and now he's playing. Yeah, he's like, I was going to be Nathan Drake. <laughs> right. So it's cool that he's still able to stay in the film and uh, and be a part of this, obviously. Top Gun Maverick's another one. I'm looking forward to it. It wasn't confirmed up until recently that Val Kilmer is going to come back as Iceman. Uh, two other ones, definitely looking forward to The Northman. Um, it's coming from Robert Eggers, who did The Witch, as well as The Lighthouse, two A24 films. It's got our boy, the uh, the sheriff from uh, Bond, what was it, Bond Temps down in, uh, in True Blood. Uh, Eric Northman, played by Alexander Skarsgård. So it's, uh, it's a 10th century Viking revenge tale. 
So really, really looking forward to that. This is probably the biggest budget that Robert Eggers has had, I would imagine, mm -hmm. just compared to movies like The Witch and, of course, The Lighthouse. So really looking forward to that. And then um, last but definitely not least, and I mean, again, there's other movies out there coming out as well. We're going to kind of get into some, you know, movies that question marks, maybe some underdogs that are going to do well, but one that I've been looking forward to since about the end of summer of 2021, when I found out they were doing this is the black phone. It is based on a short story from Joe Hill. Uh, if you do not know who Joe Hill, that is the son of Stephen King. And that is coming out on June 24th. Ethan Hawke plays a serial killer who pretty much tracks down kids and puts them in his basement and, does terrible things. And there's one, the newest, I guess, addition you could say there's a, that he brings down there and the phone it's off the hook, but apparently past victims call this kid to try to help get him out. So, um, you know, based on, a, a God, can't, can't wait for that one. <laughs> I know Sabah's going to be out for that one. Stephen King short stories have done fairly well. I mean, not all of them, but the majority of them. I mean, we got Shawshank out there, of course, stand by me. So who knows, you know, hopefully this, this gives, uh, Joe Hill, a little bit of life out there as far as the cinema world goes, but I'm really, really looking forward to this one. I know Sabah's. I like, have anxiety <laughs> just thinking about the premise of that movie. Yeah. Let's go. Let's make a movie about a serial killer who fucking steals little kids. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yep. And it's set in like the 70s, too, I believe. Yeah. So the preview came out right or right before Thanksgiving, I believe. It's creepy as hell. Ethan Hawke play. Uh, just you just got to watch it. Look up the, the trailer for the black phone and uh, we'll go from there. So those are my five that I'm looking forward to. The most, uh, you know, Top Gun, of course, nostalgia in there. Elvis, I mean, we're talking Tom Hanks and, of course, Boz Lerman. And, uh, you know, again, the dates, Elvis, June 24th. The Northman coming out April 22nd. Uncharted, February 18th. Top Gun Maverick, May 27th. And The Black Phone, June 24th. So in terms of other movies that, you know, maybe some question marks that you might think are bust, things like that. And Jordan, we'll start off with you. Like, what are some of your, you know, whether concerns, excited about? What What are some on your list here? Um, for me, a big question mark, and this is controversial too, but it's Nope, uh, Jordan Peele's movie coming out because I love Get Out. I really love that movie. It's one of my favorite movies that have come out in recent years. Um, but I've rewatched Us probably four times did not I don't care for it I don't know what it is about it although I love obviously Lupita Nyong's performance in it it kind of makes it worth rewatching for me in the first place mm -hmm. um and then what was the other one the Candyman I only saw that once I need to rewatch it well he produced that and, and co-wrote oh, okay. it so he, he didn't direct that, was that. right no no no, no I, don't, I don't remember the director but he was just a producer on that Maud. but still yeah Candyman was okay to me so anyways yeah, Nope is a question mark for me just because I just was not crazy about us. And so he only has, I mean, for director's work, I think he only has in movies Get Out and Us. So it's kind of like one win and then one like loss for me. Mm -hmm. So that's the question mark um, I have is Nope. Um, but I'm really excited to see it nonetheless. And um, doing research for this, that a Bob's Burgers movie is coming out. Mm -hmm. Um 
That's a question. I love Bob's Burgers, but that's a question mark for me only because, you know, like, I don't know. Um, and they said it's going to be fully like a musical. Oh. I'm not, I'm just not like a big musical gal. There's a few I, I like, but uh, that's just a question mark for sure. me. Just, no, purely I get because it. it's a musical. I get but it. But it might be like really, I'm sure it's going to be hilarious. Yeah. Um, so. And I mean, it's always up in the air when a successful cartoon series, I yeah. believe, does a movie. You know, and some do okay. Uh, some do pretty well. And I mean, there's others that just tank. So there's there's no telling. I mean, I'm just saying. You know, already we're seeing heavy promos for this movie Moonfall. Mm-hmm. The, the Roland Emmerich, who is like one of the kings of like world destruction end of the world movies but like i can already tell you that i was watching football before i saw it like four times in the first half of the football game i was watching so Mm. i am just huge question marks there not loving that one i mean the cast isn't terrible but i don't know it just feels a little i i just i need to see something else besides asteroids man like i just i need to see something else um (laughs) Death on the Nile, I, I think, you know, Murder on the Orient Express was a great movie. Good sequel, great cast. But all I'm going to say is Army Hammer's in that movie, dude. And that's just that's a guy that you do not want attached to your wow. films right now. So as, as, as much as I like Kenneth Branagh and, you know, Gal Gadot's in it and Annette Benning and all that, you know, love, love the cast and everything. That to me is just like, woo. Yeah. That's that that's a toughie. But you know, what are you gonna do? Right? I mean, it's not like they can just scrap it. Um, what's another one? You know, there there's a few that I was like, oh man, I don't know if if, if I'm all on this one. You know, the legally blonde three doing the the Reese Witherspoon thing again after after so many years. I mean, I know that you know, I talked about Top Gun and an avatar that movies that haven't had installments for a long time, but I don't remember Legally Blonde 2 being all that great. So I I think that's one that's it's like, oh, man, why are you going down that road? And there was one more, the Mario movie. Yeah, I mean, I just I don't know. They've done that before. They they tried live action. I don't believe this is live action. I believe it's animated and they got a good cast. So so it might end up being okay. But those are the ones that I'm looking at. And I'm like, I don't know now. The ones that I'm looking at and I'm like, uh, you know, I think there's some real potential here. Mm-hmm. Last year, I talked about respect with Jennifer Hudson, the Aretha Franklin biopic. I'm a huge fan of biopics. And uh, there's the Whitney Houston one. I want to dance with somebody that's coming out in December that this one has sign off from her estate or whatever as being you know, authentic and not just some sort of grandiose, you know, drug induced thing with her and Bobby Brown. So I'm excited for that. If anything, you know, the music is going to be great. Look, I mean, there's, there's just so many, I talked about it. Wes Anderson's got another movie coming out this year called Asteroid City. uh, That's got Bill Murray and Tilda Swinton, Adrian Brody, Jeffrey Wright, Tom Hanks, Margot Robbie's in there. So like that, could be great. Those are new additions to the Wes Anderson world. I'm talking about Tom Hanks and and Margot Robbie, but like he always uses Tilda Swinton, always uses Bill Murray, uses Adrian Brody a lot. So really looking forward 
to that one. I mean, I'm just going down this list, man. There is the killer. David Fincher's got a movie coming, going straight to Netflix uh, with it's a script from the guy that wrote seven with oh, Michael wow. Fassbender starring as the killer, I guess. Yeah. So that could be really, really fun. This Pinocchio thing I've been hearing about for so long with Guillermo del Toro. They're talking about that. It's funny because Robert Downey Jr. was actually shopping that 10 years ago, 10 years ago, he was on Howard Stern and he wanted to, he wanted to do a live action Pinocchio where he was Pinocchio (laughs) and, and Tom Hanks was going to play Geppetto. Wow. And, you know, I remember him going on Howard Stern like two or three times over a four year period and they would talk about it every time. So they're kind of finally doing this. And, you know, Guillermo del Toro, obviously his movies, historically great visuals. He's able to sort of do the surreal, you know, and I think that's the type of director and uh, visionary that you need to have behind a movie like that. There's one more. There was a Kevin Hart sort of uh case of mistaken identity movie where harrelson correct yes yeah just you know one of my my not one of my favorite kevin hart movie is is central intelligence with with the rock Mm -hmm. right it's not a great movie but it's definitely rewatchable right like it's funny the action's good the rock's obviously great what what you know like the rock's (laughs) obviously great and i think you could get that same sort of energy with him and woody harrelson so i think that's another one that you know may not be a you know blockbuster and a theatrical success but that could be a movie that you see you like it you enjoy it you laugh and then 10 years from now every time it comes on tnt you're watching it yeah, this could definitely shape up to be a white men can't jump meets die hard. You know what I mean? For so, sure. So it's one, one more thing, Brian, that that yeah. that movie I talked about, uh, that A24 movie with Joaquin Phoenix, mm-hmm. it's it's Ari Aster. Yep, it's his third film for A24. He did Hereditary. He did Midsummer. It's called Disappointment Boulevard comes out in April. It's got Joaquin. It's got Meryl Streep. It's got Parker Posey. Uh, so that just feels like it. It it's a a decade spanning portrait of one of the most successful entrepreneurs of all time. That's that's all they're saying about it, and it says you know, it, it, audience is based on Ari Aster's past and all that. And the the cinematographer, I can't even pronounce this gentleman's name or or gal's name. It's one of those. There's a lot of vowels in there. Um, it was uh, met with plenty of indelibility or indelibly chilling imagery that is the trademark of their partnership. So it sounds like it's one of those high anxiety, crazy A24 movies. I may watch this one. We'll see. I mean, I love Joaquin. So there you go. Yeah, I, was, I read I read something where he was saying that this is going to be a horror comedy and he considers Midsommar a horror comedy in a way. Yeah, Does he, I've never heard that. Yeah. Yeah, I saw it on there. There is. Okay, I mean, okay, not like, okay, uh, not, like you know what I mean? Talking about. Right, right. But the visuals, though, but are very... freaky as hell. Weird. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> they're comedy. they're everywhere. <laughs> so, yeah, interested to see what Ari Aster comes out with. Um, for the question marks, I was right there. I'm just going to kind of fly by these because you and Jordan kind of touched on a few of them. Nope is definitely one of my biggest question marks of this year, especially based on what Jordan says. Us 
Nah, you know, I watched it by the, the, but I will say this, but by the second time I watched us, I did like it better than my first time watching it. But that one's still, you know, am I going to watch it again? Probably not uh, compared to Get Out, which which is fantastic. My underdog film of the year is the one that Jordan mentioned with Olivia Wilde, her second her second film since Booksmart. Don't worry, darling. So that one is definitely, I think, is going to get a, a lot of recognition that it should uh, and, and most likely deserves. My bomb of the year is actually what Saba brought up. I, I got to predict uh, Moonfall is my bomb of 2022. Just with all the, the money that they're spending on marketing for that thing, yeah. like, I don't even know, man. Exactly. And, you know, I started doing some homework on it. So, yeah, Roland, how do you say his last name, Saba? Emmerich. Emmerich. So, yes, he did, you know, Independence Day, which to me is probably my favorite out of the bunch. He did the Independence Day Resurrection or whatever. Day After Tomorrow, 10,000 B.C., 2012. You did 2012. I like 2012. That's the one with Cusack, right? See, the only thing about 2012, though, is there's like three scenes where they barely escape in an airplane. I yeah. don't know how many times you can escape in the same day. Did he do the Day After Tomorrow, too? Yes. Yes. I See, I like Day After Tomorrow with Jake Gyllenhaal. I like and, that one uh, way better. So, and, you know, so this movie has Halle Berry, Patrick Wilson, which I feel like he's in 20 movies a year. I think but I feel he's like not he's a lead, guy. man. He's a, he's a supporting guy. Like, yeah. The, one of my favorite movies that, he, that he's in, I just watched it the other day is the A-Team. He plays Lynch, the CIA guy, the bad guy from, uh -huh. from, from the A-Team remake that they did about 10 years ago. He's fucking phenomenal in that. That dude's not a lead. He's, he's a supporting guy. Yeah. And I like him in movies, but I agree. You know, and, and Halle Berry, she's not drawing the crowds like she was in the in the, the late 90s, early 2000s. Love Halle Berry. Love you, Halle. You know what? But not not one of those names that's going to, you know, fill the seats. Let's Completely just disagree. We love you, Halle. We love you, baby. <laughs> <laughs> but the funny thing is, so I started looking at these movies, what they uh, cost and what they made. And you can see why this guy's still getting these roles. So Independence Day, the the remake or the, the sequel, I'm sorry, cost 165 and this is all million, by the way. Brought in three ninety. Day after tomorrow cost one twenty five. Brought in five fifty two. Ten thousand BC, which I thought for sure maybe broke even, if that. Cost a hundred and five million. Brought in two sixty nine. Twenty twelve, I think his best financial film since Independence Day. Two hundred million, which is still a lot, especially at that time for a non Marvel movie and brought in $791 million. So, you know, you can see it's not like he's losing money on these films, which is why he still gets to make them. But this one, Moonfall, costs $140 million, and we're not talking about the commercial ads and everything else either. This one, I would honestly be surprised if it breaks $100 mil. So, I'll be surprised if it's at the theater three weeks after it releases. Hey, yep. I'm right there with you. So this might be one of the, the first that doesn't uh, show a good uh, return on investment there. And then this one I like to call, you had my curiosity, but now you have my attention film of 2022 is Bullet Train coming out July 15th. Uh, David Leach, I believe it is. He is a uncredited co-director of John Wick. He did Atomic Blonde with... Ooh. Char Charlize Charlie Theron. Theron. Oh, that one, very underrated film. He did Hobbs and Shaw as well as Deadpool 2. 
So Ooh, I like pretty, Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah, got a pretty decent resume. Movie set on a Japanese bullet train. Yeah, that's the assassins, the right? Yep. Yeah. They, they figured out that their missions are connected. But the cast, though, we're talking Brad Pitt, Joey King, Aaron Taylor Johnson, Brian Tyree Henry, Zazie Beetz, Bad Bunny, which is an interesting, you know. <laughs> but and then we got we also have Sandra Bullock. So I saw this and I'm like, okay, I'm interested. I, I can't wait to see a trailer for this. But yeah, Bullet Train July 15th. Is you had me until fucking Bad Bunny, dude. Like <laughs> that just changed my whole opinion. Hey, you never know. It's probably like a five minute cameo. I highly doubt he. Bad had Bunny control. was in what did the um the Corona commercials with Snoop Dogg, yep. right? Yep. All right, we'll I'm, I'm we'll gonna see. give it a shot. I, we'll I the dude attached to John Wick and all that, and Hobbs and Shaw. So it should be at a minimum, it's fun, mm. especially if you get like smart assy, like sticky Brad Pitt. Um, you know what I mean? Like the right. guy, you know, I, like the guy he normally plays in those types of movies. It'll be fun, like the Mister Mrs. Smith Brad Pitt. Yes, you know what I mean. So or the or the you know the the um the oceans yeah, exactly any of the oceans and then Sandra Bullock too hopefully she's one of the assassins um like I, I saw this I saw the details for it did a little Sandy's bit got a big year coming up yeah she's got a before few before we check out of here any any last thoughts any solo dubs my little cousin Javi said that he thinks Uncharted's gonna be good he was excited for Uncharted Javi um. Yeah, he's really into video games right now. So, and then, uh, oh yeah, Hocus, the new Hocus Pocus. I have to mention that for my aunts because they're both really big fans of Hocus Pocus, and I'm sure it's going to be great and fun. So, yeah. There we go. There we go. Saba, any uh, anything new coming out for Water Cooler this year? Or? Yeah, I guess. I guess we'll say it. WC Sports Pod, the Water Cooler Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, like, follow, and subscribe to us. Um, I've made it a point now to start shouting out zero dark nerdy at the end of every episode as well. And given your, and given the, um, the social media tags and all that. So I think it, it makes sense for us to start doing as much, uh, cross, yeah, of course, cross promoting as possible. Look, what I would say is for those that don't listen to the water cooler, if you enjoy sports, you know, please take a listen. Myself and Luke, we have a weekly show. We're on the Believe Podcast Network as well. It's been a tough season. The Browns were terrible. And uh, so, you know, in the in the coming weeks, we'll have the NFL playoff stuff. Um, we talk we we talk terribly about the Eagles on that podcast. So if you're an, if you're not an Eagles fan, this is definitely the podcast for you. Um, but yeah, NFL off season, we, we get guys from all over to come on guy from, uh, believe in NFL draft prospects. His name's Alex, Gil Alex Gilstraps. He contributes to sports illustrated. He'll be on in a few weeks talking about the NFL draft and stuff like that. So just please at WC sports pod, like fall and subscribe. There you go. On behalf of everybody from Zero Dark Nerdy, again, we want to wish we want to wish each and every one of you a very happy new year. Looking forward to season five, year four. That'll be officially kicking off here in April. I believe April is right around our anniversary time. But we're going to be having more episodes come out your way. This one was part one of our 2020 movie previews. The next episode will be 2022 comic book movies. Then we got TV show preview. We'll do our gaming gaming preview. All that fun stuff, and of course, reviews, interviews, everything you expect and more, and hopefully I will have this whole Twitch, Streamlabs, OBS thing figured out here in the next few weeks. 
I've been saying that for a year, but I'm, I'm close. I'm close. Dang it. Be sure to like subscribe and follow zero dark nerdy on all social media formats. As always, big thank you to the believe podcast network, as well as BetOnline.ag, And we'll see you next time. Peace. And anger management? Fuck anger management. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. 